Hello and welcome to the Arrowhead Pride podcast we call From the Podium, where you get to hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm the editor-in-chief of ArrowheadPride.com, Pete Sweeney. It was the first day of full padded practices on the campus of Missouri Western State University in St. Joe. And after practice, we got to hear from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid, defensive end Alex Okafor, defensive tackle Turk Wharton, and finally running back Daryl Williams. So on this podcast, you'll get to hear from all those individuals in that order, starting with Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. All right, a couple injuries. Also, Tyreek Hill um, has a little bit of knee tendonitis. We're just kind of pumped the brakes on it. Just showed up uh, today, so uh, we backed off him. Juan Thornhill has a groin strain, making progress there. Um, Traverius Ward, he had a little eye work done in the offseason. It flared up on him. He got poked in it, so we kept him out of there. Um, Chad Williams has a groin strain. Kaiser, back spasm. Rimmer's back spasms. I'll both getting better. And then uh, Darwin is still in uh, uh, the COVID protocol there. All right, everybody else, uh, it worked out well. It was great, great first day. Good to get the guys in pads. I thought they worked hard. Um, it was all FUD period today. There were no live periods today. But I thought their effort was where it needed to be, and, uh, and they challenged each other. That time's yours. You know, Andy, I know you, you've never really been concerned about offensive turnovers this time of year, but conversely, when your defense is, is making turnovers, especially, you know, you've seen the linebacker take plays, what does that mean to you this time of year? Yeah, it's good to see those linebackers doing that. Um, you know, you're trying to fit fit the ball into the tight windows there, and for those guys to react the way they have, I mean, I think that does nothing but make us better. So, I, I you know, I'm okay with that. What were you trying to accomplish in the seven-minute period today, and how do you think that Mahomes and, and Payers went with the long touchdowns there? Uh, the save, the end of the game yes. period, or this last period? The first one. Yeah, so uh, we just worked. We worked uh, into the game, seven minutes left, down by two scores, and worked a uh, drill there. We called our save. And then uh, we had a two-minute after that. So. Um, just got some work. We try to stay up on all the situational stuff. It seemed like Kemp's taking another step offensively or maybe picked up from when I remember you said he'd been playing before that injury. He'd been playing some really good Yeah. Football. Yeah, he's smart. You know, he's smart and he, he knows how to play the game. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a talented kid. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you've seen from Willie Gay and Nick Bolton out there so far in the camp? Yeah, listen, I like both of them. Um, they're, they're making plays. And so I, want, I was curious to see how they would do the pads on with the run game coming at him, and I thought they did a nice job with that. Uh, good instincts, um, like what I've seen, yeah. Coach, speaking of Gay specifically, he was coming off the injury at the end of last year. How has he just looked coming off the injury again? Yeah, you know, he stayed up here the whole offseason and worked, and um, he's really he's doing good. I mean, he's, he's really busted his tail, so it's refreshing. He's got such a positive attitude. You guys deal with him, you know that, so. Yeah, I, I like the competition, and they're working. You know, they they're, they they're trying to get better at what they're doing, and um, and working their fundamentals and techniques when it's when it's live. So I I appreciate that. Yeah, that, I thought it was good work there. Andy, obviously, so much of training camp is getting the right 53. Um, I know this is an annual thing, but can you kind of give us some insight without giving away your special sauce? Just, just the process that you're going through after you leave practice here daily. Yeah. So listen, I mean, we tell the players make this as tough as you can on us, um, and, and don't count the numbers in the line. Go play, and and so then every day we're going to evaluate you. 
So that's what we do as coaches. We'll go up now um, and, and we'll go through every play and give them a grade on each play. So every player has an idea of where he stands. They should never leave here, and this is what they're told. They should never leave here without knowing um, where they stand and, and why. So, and, and they can come in and ask any day. They've, they've got the grades right there and an explanation of why. We'll go last to Stephen and Adam. <laughs> you got a couple of former first-round picks of Mike Hughes and DeAndre Baker in camp. Can you tell me what you've seen from them and what you like about what they bring to the defense? Yeah, I, I like both of them. Um, Baker's coming off that injury, so it, it's good to see him working and challenging himself. That's not an easy thing to do. Um, and I just look at the progress he's made from the mini camp to now, or excuse me, the rookie camp to now, and... Uh, it's just he's every day he's getting a little bit better, and I know he's pushing through some fatigue. You know, you get tired, so um, it's uh, my hat goes off to him for that. And then the other kid, listen, I, I like what I've seen there. I mean, he's competing out here. Um, it's new for him, but he's right in there battling, and and uh, he's created some great competition. Yeah. Last one, Adam. Another young uh, defense player who got some uh, first-team snaps today, Devin King. What have you seen from him? Yeah. Yeah, real smart. Yeah, so he's real smart. Um, he's done a nice job um, on the back end there, kind of controlling things and make sure everybody's uh, doing the right things. And then he's, he's got, you know, he has enough skill there where he can go make some plays. And, you know, again, a good young player. Got a nice job by, by Veach, you know, make sure he gets – the credit on that. He's done a nice job. All right. Thank you. Okay, thank good. You, Thanks. Yep, thank you. Before we get into the Chiefs, what do you think of uh, Texas going to the SEC? Oh, man. I, is there any way we can raise this mic stand? They got me getting to know. Here's a go. How's that? Good? Appreciate you. <laughs> Um, no, I'm excited about the move to the SEC. Um, I think it'll be huge for the program. Obviously, all of this is happening because of money. So, um, you know, there's not much you can say. I hope we compete. I hope we do well. And honestly, to be honest, I think the SEC is going to help us compete more. I think we're going to rise to the occasion, kind of like A&M did that first year, and hopefully, you know, take off from there. Yeah, that first day is always fun. Um, whenever we're out here in jerseys and whatnot, that's not football. And uh, I mean, some guys can't show unless they're physical. Like physicality is part of the game. Physicality allows you to play, and you can't do that with nothing but pads on. Get a bunch of new offensive line teammates. Uh, mm -hmm. You're out there going one on one with a lot of them. But what are your impressions so far of some of the revamped mm -hmm. front five that you guys have practiced against? Right. Um, a lot of new faces up front, um, and obviously I wasn't here doing OTA, so it was surprising to see all the new faces. But from what I've seen so far, we have a good unit. Uh, they all seem like they're coming together. They all seem like they're, you know, on the same page. And uh, more than anything, we got some size up front too, so uh, that's exciting as well. You signed towards the end of the offseason. What was that process like? Were you waiting on the Chiefs? Did you have some other offers you were considering? Can you kind of tell us about that process? Uh, to be honest, I had a lot going on in my personal life the past couple years. So for me, this offseason was just, you know, relaxing, getting my mind right more than anything and just letting everything else play out. Once, uh, once it was time for me to come back, you know, I was excited about the opportunity. I got myself in shape, and uh, here I am.
what's the process of getting your mind right? You just mean just, just clearing it, just taking a break from football? Yeah, football, you know, it's stressful. It's a whole lot of fun, but it's stressful just like any other career. And uh, I'm going into my ninth year, so that's a whole lot of stress. But, um, you know, I sat back, cleared my mind, kicked it with family, and uh, just found a sense of peace over this offseason. Alex, did you always think that you'd be back with the Chiefs, or was there consideration to maybe go elsewhere? Uh, I mean, when you're in the open market, anything's possible. That's, you know, whether you're with a team or whether you're going to a team. So I'd be lying if I said I knew exactly what I was going to do. But one thing I did know is I knew this was number one on the list for me, and we made it work. You had one-on-one versus Lucas in the Yang today. I know you were asked about the offensive department. What have you seen in him in particular? Uh, as a rookie, man, he, he, um, he's very impressive. Obviously, he's big, strong, physical. But uh, more than everything, you don't see him mess up too often. He's patient. And uh, you don't see that too often as a tackle. I think offensive linemen, especially tackle, has one of the hardest learning curves as a rookie. And you just don't see that from him, at least not yet. Alex, can you evaluate like, the defense this year? You look at Chris Jones maybe coming off the end. You see some speed in the linebacker position. And there's some new faces in the secondary. So overall, what do you think about this defensive package? Uh, I think we're going to give teams a whole bunch of looks. and. Uh, the fact that we have guys playing multiple roles, not even up front, but across the board in the LBs and the DBs, I think it's going to be beneficial for us this year. If you can make the off, if you can keep the offense off their toes and and not allow them to know what's coming, it gives us the advantage, and I think we have that going for us. You mentioned the sense of peace this offseason. I know mm-hmm. you got engaged. I think was in June. Yep. How much does your longtime girlfriend play a role in, in, in mm-hmm. you having the ability to find that balance? Right. No, she's everything. Um, Everybody always told me you got to find, you know, that one person that matches you and you'll take off. And, you know, I'm blessed. I'm fortunate enough to find that person. And I've just felt myself grow so much. And uh, I, I got to thank her for that. Some of your other teammates have talked about the same thing. The last couple of years have been long seasons mm-hmm. and a lot of work. I know you've had new town, injuries, things to deal with. Mm-hmm. Was there anything special you did during this offseason as far as just trying to find a way to decompress and mm-hmm. to get away from things? I traveled a lot. Um, and, you know, that doesn't sound like much. You know, I have money. Everybody's like, oh, traveling is nothing. But in this profession, obviously, you can't travel during the season. You have OTAs. Really, we got a, a two- to three-month window to travel. And for me, I had a four- to five-month window to do that. And, you know, I appreciated every bit of that. Did you want to work on it? Uh, I was in Dubai, the Maldives. Uh, you know, I had some good times this offseason. <laughs> Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N 29.com.
You just heard from Andy Reid and Alex Okafor, and now we continue on with Turk Wharton, followed by Daryl Williams. Here's Turk. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, knowing what was coming after my rookie year, I mean, just having fun to uh, help yourself get better. So I did a lot of things like as far as like yoga, Pilates, and just working my hands a little bit more because that's what I felt I lacked in the game. Last year, I really came in just like ready to go, like using my motor. I mean, I haven't lost my motor, but that's what it really was last year to help me play. How much of that was recommended by Chris Jones? He had said he'd been doing the same type of thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, being in the locker room with him, talking to him, definitely somebody that I look up to. And, yeah, he's just being a sponge to what he was telling me. So a lot of it came from him and then just other guys around the locker room and just, uh, you know, social media, just looking at people on media, what they're doing. How excited is the room um, as a whole to get him in this hybrid position down from the inside? I mean, very exciting. I feel like uh, it's good for the team and Chris. I feel like he's very versatile. I think it'll be good for us. You got a lot of new offensive linemen going up against, like Tooney and Humphrey and Smith. What have you seen from some of the new faces that uh, you're not just getting a chance to get to know? I mean, uh, seeing different sets at practice uh, it'll help you out because everybody in the league set different. And uh, those new guys, they all got crafty and they vets. And uh, some younger guys are just ready to get out there. Like, so, it, I mean, it's good. Chris, what about putting on the pads? Defensive players love to be in training camp putting on the pads. Uh, I mean, I, I love putting on the pads, just able to get more physical. So, I mean, it was good to get physical and then just uh, conditioning as well. You know, I like to think I'm good in shape, but when you put the pads on, it'll wake you up a little bit. You mentioned getting physical, and it looked like there were quite a few physical battles during the one-on-ones. Uh, between the offensive lineman and the defensive line. From your vantage point, who, who got the better of uh, whom in that position who battled? Uh, you know, I'm going to say the D-line up. <laughs> <laughs> what can you learn about yourself from that drill in particular as you watch it back on tape? Say it again? What can you learn about your own game as you watch that particular drill back on tape? Uh, just seeing your steps and uh, seeing your craftiness. Like, what, what are you doing? And uh, seeing how you could get free. Like, you know, I, I try not to let people touch me, so... I'm trying to look and see how can I get free more, get to the quarterback fast on the inside. Christian, how much of this offseason was about increasing quickness and speed for you uh, based on how much of that motor really helped you last year? I mean, a lot of it, but it was also getting my steps together. I felt like I was a wild player, like kind of being out my frame. So I was just kind of trying to make sure I could do everything going forward instead of going more lateral. So. Yeah. Obviously, in training camp last year, you're so concentrated on trying to make a, an impression as an undrafted guy. What are your expectations for yourself now that you have a year under your belt? I mean, I feel like it's still the same thing. I mean, I'm going to go out there trying to impress more and more just to get more time and, you know, get my name out there. Having a, a traditional type offseason, now you, you went through OTAs, you went through a mandatory mini camp, and, and this isn't an abbreviated training camp now, it's the whole shebang. How much is that going to help? I feel like it's going to help a lot. I mean, uh, I ain't never seen, like you said, none of this. So, I mean, I'm still soaking it in like it's like my first year with all this. But I feel like it'll help a lot because, uh, like you said, OTAs, we were able to go out there and get out. And then I was able to go train again, like, oh, this is what I need to fix. So I feel like it'll help a lot. What kind of expectations for this year as far as your role goes? Because 
you know, I know there's been a lot of rotation on defensive line. You've been a pretty versatile guy in the past yourself, college, a lot of different positions. Can you see yourself being the guy that's versatile on the D-line and playing maybe, you know, more spaces and having a bigger role this season? I mean, I'm going to be ready for whatever comes. Like, I mean, uh, if they throw me out there, I'm going to do it. And uh, I'm just making the best out of my opportunities. Jersel, what did you find that Pilates and yoga did to help you in your game? What did it do? Uh, I feel like it opened you up. I mean, you could go science and all of that. You know, I went to S&T, so they say uh, yoga is the only thing that coordinates you the most. So I feel like with coordination, it helped a lot. And uh, Pilates, that's how I Swiss Army night, that injury prevention. Yesterday, Jaron told us that the pads come on, the pads do the talking. Did you notice that throughout the practice, the pads really doing the talking today? Yeah, I think the pads was talking today. The pads was talking today. How has Jaron Reed changed things in the room and on the line? That was a big read and acquisition. Has he tried to help you? Have you learned anything from him? What's he I think it's more information to the room. Uh, he another guy who didn't seen a lot, uh, different coaches, so he could come over and share information that he got from Seattle. And yeah, he helped me a lot, uh, just make, helping me identify things, and yeah, like a brother. So, Sean, with all the versatility on defense and everything, are you sensing an identity coming out of defense this year? Is there something different about this defense with the players that have been added and the versatility that's offered? I think it would be exciting to watch. <laughs> Why? Why? Uh, we got some boys in the room. That D line gonna be exciting to watch. I think that's who. I think it's gonna be exciting. <laughs> hey, uh, during that one-on-one -on -one period, you had a really wicked spin move that you made there. Was that a, was that kind of a play that you could have made a year though, or is that just an indication of your? I think it come with confidence. It came with confidence. Uh, just being a little bit more free and letting it just letting my motor just go, and also just letting it be me. I'm be me out there. Thanks, yeah. sir. First day in pass, how'd it go out there? Oh, well, it's pretty pretty good. I think um, offense was moving around. So everybody on the defensive side, everybody flowing to the ball. Um, it was a good first day. Um, you know, it's different when you put them pads on to where you just got helmets on, um, and everything was smooth. I would say a big point with this team is the offensive line. What have you seen from the guys that are running ball? Oh, yeah, those guys, they're doing a good job up front. Um, you know, they still they still getting everything, um, you know, because they're still learning, they're still learning, but they're picking up everything fast. And um, like I said, as an offense, we're moving real good right now. How much does the Super Bowl loss motivated you? Are you going back to watch the game? Do you think about that? Do you kind of put that away to use that to motivate you in your training camp? Oh, uh, yeah, loss always motivation. Then in the Super Bowl, you know, one of the biggest games in the, in the league, um, you know, that's always motivation to us. And, um, you know, we know we know we could have came out with the victory, and we didn't do a good job like we wanted to. And uh, you know, we just gotta look at that game. You know what I'm saying, build from it. Darrell, back to back years, the, the team signed LaShawn, and then they they went and got Bell. And I imagine that there had to be at least a little bit of frustration there. How did you manage mentally to stay positive in that? And what does it mean for you to be the number two guy against this team? I don't look at it as frustration. Um, I'm a, I'm a competitor, so I just look at it as. I'm saying they're just bringing in more competition. Uh, I went to LSU. Every year we bring in five stars, four stars. So it was normal to me. Uh, just come in, I compete, do what I have to do, and just keep moving. Does it mean that something from the coaching staff and personnel department that you are the number two guy headed into this camp? It seems like it is your job to take. Yeah, it is my job to take. And uh, like I said, I just got to keep doing what I'm doing, keep being consistent, and I just keep moving forward. Uh, you have a new 
position coach this year, obviously, with Greg Lewis. But what are some of the biggest things you've taken from him, knowing that he's a former NFL wide receiver and that he coached wide receivers? Uh, the biggest thing is just learning learning stuff from a wide receiver's perspective. You know what I'm saying when we line up wide, learning different routes and um, how to run those things, I think it's helping all our game as a running back unit. Did you work on routes uh, during the offseason? Yes, yes, always, always. Yeah, so. Uh, What's it like, I mean, just individually working behind this offensive line and learning everybody's strengths and weaknesses and learning behind them? You know, how long does that take? I mean, how long does it take to get good chemistry here? Um. Like I said, I think it's a little different since we just we just put on pads. Today, our first day putting on pads. Um, I think the field is going to be a little more different. And, um, you know, we just got to keep building. That's why we got training camp. And we, we just got to keep on building and move from there. There, you had a relationship with Clyde before stemming from the college stuff. Just how has that relationship grown with you guys as pros since he's sitting here? Uh, I think our relationship pretty much been the same. I, I mean, we're kind of closer since we, I'm in the lead and Henny lead now. Uh, you know, we always together. We eat together. We do pretty much everything together. You see us walking in, we walking in together. And uh, I mean, that's my brother, and that's gonna be forever my brother. Okay, Daryl, training camp is about camaraderie, right? Building. Well, past moms have been known to pull a few pranks, put mattresses in front of doors. You don't have Dustin anymore. But is anybody adding to the fun when you're off the field here building chemistry? Oh, uh, that's a good. I ain't never seen nobody get pranked yet. But um, as far as the chemistry, uh, Coach Reed brought us here. We all eat together. Uh, we do everything together. Uh, we all in the same dorm rooms. We all sleep around each other, and all that's building camaraderie. Just being around each other every, each and every day, uh, every second, every minute.